0: Hi, this is Mark Block, and my little son Chad has cancer, and I just wanted to say that every day I watch him fighting it, he's fighting the cancer as we always do, and he's held in there, and he's been a good Christian boy, and, and he's he's right with death, but I'm going to tell you something right now, there's something worse than cancer, there's something worse than a little boy, a little eight-year-old boy with terminal cancer. It's being the dad of a child with cancer. Being the dad of a child with cancer is much worse than being a child with cancer. It's much worse than anything you could ever imagine. The bills, the stress, I love that little boy i love that little boy to death and he's damn dying of cancer he'll never play football he'll never get baptized he'll never finger bang a fat chick in the parking lot of a mcdonald's like i did who was his ended up being his you know ended up being his mother probably got cancer from her but there's nothing worse than it you know and and uh You know, he might be dying of cancer. He might be suffering every day, but he ain't suffering like me. He ain't suffering like his daddy. I get the bills. I have to sit there and watch this little kid die. He was a fat little fuck eating Twinkies every day, and now he's got skinny little bony fingers. Just getting his chemo every day and just fucking dying. I mean, there ain't nothing like it. And thank goodness St. Jude's, Memorial Hospital came in, Memphis, Tennessee, and they took his little child off my back. The burden, he, he's a burden, and they started paying his bills, and they started treating him for cancer. That way, I'm not going to be in the damn poorhouse. this little poor, cancer-ridden fuck, eating too many goddamn ding-dongs and Coca-Cola every day, got fucking... Prostate cancer at fucking at fucking eight years old. Meanwhile, I can't even I can't even afford to to look at an OnlyFans account because I'm paying all these goddamn medical bills. But luckily St. Jude took that burden off of me, so we're not gonna go financially bankrupt. But as I said, there's nothing worse than being being the father of a kid with cancer. And, and that's why I'm telling you today, you need to send money to St. Jude's Cancer, Kids Cancer Pediatric Hospital in Memphis, goddamn Tennessee. That way, working class dads like me, I work at a fucking chicken processing plant. I don't have a money for this little kid with fucking cancer. Alright, he's sitting there, he's fucking, he wants... He wants the latest fucking Nintendo Switch. He wants fucking play video games. I'm like, I don't have the money because I'm paying for your fucking cancer. You're a burden. And that's why you need to send money to St. Jude's Hospital. Thank you very much. Uh, That's all I wanted to say. Send money to St. Jude's. How's everybody doing? This is Biscuits Buttered Podcast, uh, coming to you from my work today, actually. Uh, I didn't have any time uh, during the weekend to record a podcast, so I ended up... Actually, I did have time, I just didn't do it. I had plenty of fucking time to do it. I just was fucking tired from a hard week's work, and uh, now I'm sitting in uh, a parking lot uh, in... Uh, fucking Memphis, Tennessee, right outside of St. Jude's Hospital, uh, delivering some, uh, goods, delivering, I'm, I'm hauling drugs in my truck today. Uh, it's basically like Smokey and the Bandit only. I'm driving, uh, fentanyl to Memphis because it's such a wonderful place. Uh, I'm here in Memphis and, uh, oh, that's what a lot of people say about Memphis. You know, you come here and people are like, "Oh, it's just so nice! It's just so nice. The people are wonderful. Um, it's like a modern day utopia. There's no crime. There's no poverty. Uh, there's just all these like fine dining restaurants. There's nothing but happiness and peace here. Nobody getting kidnapped. There's nobody getting kidnapped. There's no shootings. There's no. There's no crime. Uh, it's just wonderful." It's just a wonderful place to be, and that's where I am today. That's where the podcast is coming to you from today is Memphis, Tennessee, and um, the the uh, little bit we did at the opening se- sequence is that there's actually a St. Jude's commercial where a guy is talking about his son dying of cancer, you know, having cancer, and it literally sounds like like the way he's talking about it. So, like, you know, I'm not a horrible person. I just notice things. I just notice things. You know, I notice the way people talk about things. And it honestly sounded like he was trying to say that, uh, you know, he never said it outright like I do when I was, you know, but that's what I was hearing. You know, in my mind, I'm hearing, well, it sounds like you think you have it worse than the kid with cancer. <laughs> Nothing worse than being a, a dad with a son with cancer. Uh, um, I've got, I'm the one you should feel sorry for. And it's like, well, yeah, you, you, we should feel sorry for you. You're having a shitty time. but It sounds like, you know, you're basically saying that you've got it worse. But you don't. So shut the fuck up. There's so many. I don't even watch TV. But there's so many interesting podcasts. Or Excuse me, podcasts. I'm out of it today. I'm in a hot truck. Just bear with me. Um, there's so many com- weird commercials nowadays and that's what we've basically been doing the past couple of weeks it's like there's commercials where it's like betterhelp.com oh my god am i gay am i a fucking faggot am i gay you know like there's just so many weird commercials where it's like uh like where they're asking like ChatGPT, am i a fucking faggot you know it's like well, you should know You should know, and actually it wasn't even a guy. It was a woman, and she's like, am I gay? I need to talk with someone at BetterHelp about whether I'm gay or not. I mean, just so many strange fucking, we're living in a strange world where there's a bunch of, like, confused people who are retarded, and then you have people who are smart, and they're like, hey, we're going to take advantage of these retarded people. So like the people at BetterHelp are like all these people that are like fucked up in the head and can't figure out what they want to fuck. Uh, we're we're going to take advantage of that and we're going to like make commercials geared towards them. And so like every time I'm turning on my TV and I know last week, you know, I've lost a lot of well, we're going to get into that later. I guess I've lost a lot of followers last week. We talked about the commercial where they're like support a poor Jew. That's an actual commercial. That is an actual commercial on television. I thought it was a parody. I thought Tim Heidegger or somebody like that had made a parody commercial and put it on television. That's the way it came off to me, is that you had these people going, ah, support a poor Jew. You think all Jews are rich? No, there's actually plenty of poor Jews, and you should be sending your money to support the poor Jews in Israel. It's like, well, don't we already do that? <laughs> it's like, let's worry about our own poor. If the poor is here, let's just say if the poor is here in America, here in the United States, let's take care of that poor Jew. But let's stop sending our... I, I've got a bargain for everyone. Let's stop sending our money overseas. Right? There's plenty of fucking poor people right here in the United fucking States that you can help. Like, uh, today I'm in Memphis. Go to Memphis. Just uh, just go up to a random person in Memphis just hand them money. Suck their dick. Fucking give them a smooch. Give them a hug. Fucking take them out to dinner. Take them to a movie. Uh, pay for their child's education. Fucking pay for them to move out of fucking Memphis. You know, do something nice for someone here. I don't understand why we have this weird. We have this weird world where you will go to places like St. Louis. You'll go to places like Memphis. You'll go to places like Detroit, Flint, um, Cleveland, uh, Philadelphia, Baltimore. You know, Mississippi, Alabama. <laughs> you go to these places where there's like plenty of poor people. There's plenty of fucking problems, and you just think, man, just the money from like charity, like from churches going and doing missions overseas, from people, like, sending money, like, specific groups overseas, just that money, if you spent it in, like, Mississippi, like, if you went to Jackson, Mississippi, and just, like, built, like, homeless shelters and drug rehabilitation facilities, and, like, um, maybe, like, employment centers, and maybe, like, have like a place where you can go and get hooked up with somebody that would pay for you to go get a trade or go to college or get some kind of job training and lift yourself up. out. Like if we just had that charity money just spent right here in the United States, this could be a fucking utopia, man. This could be like the most wonderful country in the world, but we're so easily led astray by like small bullshit That we're just like, we send all our money to like other places. Just spend it here. Support the Jews here. Support the Jews here, which I'm currently getting canceled for. I lost all of my followers, uh, according to my analytics page. I lost all of my followers. I have no followers anymore. Everyone's left me. Victoria's alone. And... I love the Jews. Let let me just say, last week, you know, I did the little bit about the Jews. I love the Jews. I love all Jews. I love Jewish food. I ate at a Jewish restaurant. That's how you know I love Jews. And they always, they have such a good time. You know, we have a temple. We have a temple near where I live. And, like, they're always posting on their Facebook page how, you know, like, they're just always having a good time. They're eating bread. They're dancing. They're holding hands. They're just... I fucking love that. I, I fucking celebrate Jewish culture. I love it. I'm not anti-Jewish. I'm not anti-Semitic. I just, you know, like to make fun of stuff. <laughs> that's all there is to it. But in all seriousness, I envy Jews. Like I see their, I see the temple that's uh, near my house, and um, it's like, I don't know. It's the community I've always. Wanted. Maybe I need to just become a Jew. Because they just, they always having a good time. They're always like, you know, they've got that weird, like, throat talk they do. And then they, I don't know. And then they, they fucking, you know, they'll, like, light some candles and set the mood. And then they'll, like, you know, do some kind of weird chanting and dancing. I'm like, that's the type of, like, fucking primitive bullshit I need in my life to uh, make me feel better. So maybe I'm going to become a Jew. Victoria Vandenberg is now a Jew. So that rant went all over the place. But I can't turn on my TV now because it's just weird, weird stuff. Weird, weird stuff. Weird, weird commercials. And, um, you know, it's just like the support the Jew thing, Jews thing. Support a poor Jew. Send the money in. Then you'll see these other motherfuckers that are like every, like, there are like automatons in our country right now. They're like people who, because they watch MSNBC all day and get on liberal Twitter, they'll like, they put out like the Ukrainian Every time I see a Ukrainian flag, I kind of cringe. You know, and the weird thing is I support the Ukrainians in their endeavors of fighting off Russia, because Russia's just a shithole, Putin's a shit-ass, and, and I support, you know, Zelensky's a stud, right, we want to support Zelensky, he's a fucking stud muffin, and, but all the same time, I don't go around like, I'm not like, gonna fucking put up a Ukrainian, like, I hope Ukraine wins, right, I hope Ukraine gets their borders, I hope everything fucking goes well for them, I wish them the best, but, I'm not going to sit around fucking like flying a Ukrainian flag because it doesn't, like, how does this mean? I don't, like, it's a way of virtue signaling. They'll, they'll show you, like, a, look, uh, I believe in Ukraine. I believe in Ukraine because Russia's bad. And it's like, I don't know. It just seems weird that the left is now fully on board with, um, Uh, An indefinite war in the Ukraine and Russia. And they're even to the point where they're putting Ukrainian flags on their cars, celebrating the fact that we're completely funding a war. And I don't know, when I grew up, when I was a a young lass, um, we didn't, the left didn't tend to support wars. You know, like... Even if it was for a good cause, it's like, why would we support? You know, it's just kind of weird. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of weird. I wish there would be a ceasefire and they would just, like, kind of come to an agreement and it'd be all over. I don't see the reason why they're continuing it. Doesn't sound like it's going good for Russia. And the only reason it's not going good for Russia is because they've gotten definite supply of weapons from fucking us. So... I don't know it's just weird you see these liberals and they're like ah oh, support ukraine i'm gonna send my money and you actually have like there's videos of like transgender people flying to ukraine to fight for ukraine and there's like liberals of like like for some reason malcolm nance the guy from msnbc and i think he worked for like the cia or something just fucking just went over to russia or excuse me went over to ukraine is being paid all that money that's like flowing into ukraine It's like paying people like Malcolm Nance to fucking, I don't know, support their military and give them ideas of how to win. And it's like, what the fuck, man? This is weird. And then you have... Why is this rant going on? This is the most disjointed rant ever, and I apologize. Because I don't even know how I started, and I don't even know where I'm going with this. But then you have like celebrities, like fucking... Uh Adam Levine, it wasn't Adam Levine, who was it? It was somebody went over there and they're just flying over there, fucking Sean Penn, all these people flying over there, meeting with Zelensky. I guarantee you they're fucking sending Zelensky money and fucking funding the fucking war. And I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Nothing about this feels right. You know, it's just one of these situations where you're like, what? The, has everyone lost their fucking mind? sorry, I needed a drink of tea. It's just fucking insane. But it is what it is. It's exactly um, what I, um, it's exactly, uh, somebody just beeped at me. (laughs) Uh, It's exactly what I'm against. I'm against this weirdness of sending celebrities over. Everyone's been to Ukraine but me. Why haven't I been invited? Because I don't have money. It's just weird. It's just weird. Like, we are now a country of people who just jump on bandwagons. Like, oh, our team supports this, so we're going to go fly a Ukrainian flag to show that I'm not a right winger. You know, like it's come synonymous with showing that you're not a fucking right wing asshole. I support Ukraine. It's like, no, no, you can actually be a liberal and not blindly fucking just drooling out the mouth, fucking support anything that these motherfuckers support. Like Biden is not a liberal. I hate to break this to you. Biden is not a liberal. He's a corporate Democrat. He's in office representing corporate interests. Nothing good for any of us will ever get passed. There will never be any uh, type of health care reform while Biden in office. He's passed the little tiny things, you know like they can like kind of negotiate prices for certain for like a limited number of drug like I think it's like less than 10 drugs on for people on Medicare. He's never gonna do anything big. He's never gonna do anything that's actually gonna like really make huge changes in people's lives. Right now in this country, we have a housing crisis. They're not building starter homes. The only houses being built are like McMansions, so they're not building like two-bedroom, one-bathroom homes. They're not building, you know, condos for starter homes or stuff for poor people. So there's there's no homes for like people making 50k a year. There's no uh, first off, and then there's people making way less than that that have nothing. And I don't know, I don't know where these fucking people live. Like with their parents, I guess. And, and then you have, like, healthcare costs that are, like, ridiculously expensive. Wages have stayed the same for, like, the past 50 years. I mean, this country is going to hell in a handbasket. And I hate to sound like a boomer, but that's what I fucking believe. And it's because of all this bandwagoning and distraction. You know, it's just like every time a Republican, like, says something bad about a trans person, like... Democrats always take the bait and they like instantly go defend like I don't know like drag queens you know fucking a child and a like no they didn't fuck the child they just kind of group the child it's like no just fucking you know don't take the bait keep it keep it focused on like things that could actually improve people's lives like now everyone thinks you're fucking insane cuz you think a drag queen should be allowed to like go and bump and grind on a fucking two-year-old. Like I, I don't, I don't fucking know. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. Don't fucking jump and fucking you know constantly be back and forth in this little cycle of fucking stupid bullshit that people do every week. All right. There's too much stupid bullshit. That's distracting people from, you know, it's just like the Democrats. The Democrats will use like the little issues like, oh, I I support this and I support this. And then like, and I support it, but specifically because the Republicans are against it. You know, it's just like, it's it's football. It's football at the end of the day. Just people supporting their team, no matter how shitty it is. And we got to get away from that. And I'm finally going to. Get around to introducing the show. This is Biscuits Buttered with none other than Victoria Vandenberg. I completely apologize for that rant. I didn't have anything prepared today, so I just went on a long rant. And usually I will go on a political rant every time I do a show. So I hope that's okay. I hope I didn't offend anyone. Um, we do have to do... I hate to do this at the first of the show. I have to apologize to the Jews... I have to apologize to the Jews. Last week, I did a little bit where, and you know, I talked about the Jewish people and uh, apparently like, I have no followers now. (laughs) We lost a lot of listeners. I don't think people understand like most of the time I'm just being fucking, trying to be funny. Uh, I love Jewish people. I support LGBT plus Q rights. I support uh, the Ukraine. I support all these things. I'm just talking shit. Like th- That's what this podcast is about. It. It's about talking shit. This is Bisc- Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. We're on Twitter at Biscuit Pod. We're on Facebook at Biscuits Buttered. Uh, we're on Podvine, and you can also email us at uh, Biscuits Buttered at proton.me. I haven't checked it in a while. I've been meaning to actually work a little bit on this podcast, but it's just like, I'm just constantly busy. It really sucks. I I want to do better with the podcast. This is going to be a long rant about how shitty my life is. I drive an hour and a half to work every day because I can't afford a house in the fucking city where I work. I make $55,000 a year. And I know what a lot of you are thinking. That's more than I make. Pro- yeah, it probably is more than you make. Because that's how shitty our fucking economy is. So I can't afford a house in this city. And because there's all these rich fucks that live. I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know how, what, where, where does all this money come from? So there's a lot of military folks here that are drawing military pension, but also working. So they end up making, you know, a lot of people in this area are making, but then you also have like doctors and scientists and all kinds of people that come to like this area to do all the research. Like this is like a government town and, um, there's a lot of rich folks here and they pushed out people like me. So I live in the coffers of my grandfather's home and i literally live in the back of his house the floor is falling in because he's like 90 and he's refusing to fix anything with the house we don't even have an air conditioner now we live in alabama we don't even have an air conditioner the home's falling in the roof's leaking the other day i said to him i said uh, hey the roof's leaking around the skylight and he looks at me he's like i guess we need a new roof I'm like, no, no, no. You don't need a new roof. You just need someone to come fix around the skylight. The roof's new. Maybe maybe my grandfather has dementia. I don't know. But he won't fix nothing. I'm like, you need to fix this shit. And uh, then, like, you know, it leaks around the chimney. And I'm like, it's leaking around the chimney. He's like, there's a new, new roof. It's like, no, you don't need a new roof. You just need to, like, I don't know, fucking put something around the fucking... What do you call it? Or fucking put around the chimney to stop the water from going in. It's not the problem. You don't need any... Like, it just says dumb shit all the time. It's like, hey, your fucking dishwasher's broke. All right. Like, you're not going to fix it? No. Okay. Okay, don't fix it. It's like the fucking the air conditioners broke and I've been bugging him about that. And I was like, I'm not going to pay to fix your house. And so, and like the weird thing is this person is not, does not have dementia is perfectly competent. He is very, very old. I will admit that he's very, very old, but he literally does everything on his own. Like, you know, he drives, he fucking goes to like drive, travels, does all kinds of shit. He just is just like fuck it, I'm not, I'm not fixing shit. Feels good to me. I don't mind the air conditioner being broke. I'm like what the fuck? My life. This is this whole podcast today is just going to be about my shitty life. I'm literally podcasting from a fucking semi truck in Memphis, Tennessee. There's uh, people in hoodies walking around. That was racist. But I, I don't know. You know, I just don't want to get shot. It's usually people in hoodies that shoot you, right? Right isn't it i mean you know like people get mad like you're you're pointing at that person and you're suspicious of that person because of the way they dress like yeah i am yeah i am you dress like a fucking thug you you, you probably might be a thug you know (laughs) it's like fuck stay away from me well anyway we're in memphis tennessee um And my life is shit. That's all I'm saying. This this is going to be maybe the worst podcast I've ever done. Um, Because I'm just ranting about it. And it's hot. It's hot in this truck because I got it turned off so you can actually hear me. And I don't even know how good my speaker is on here. So, okay. Um, I got a letter from someone's mom. And uh, I got a letter from someone's mom. And she wrote me a letter uh, detailing that her son was a big fan of the podcast. And he really loves my podcast. But for some reason, he can't write me a letter. Because uh, he's indisposed or something. And But anyway, apparently... I inspired this guy to do a lot of things. Uh, I inspired him to reach out and reach his goals in life and do everything that he wanted to do. And his mother sent me a letter thanking me for being an inspiration. And I just want to give a shout out uh, to Adam Lanza. He's uh, a huge fan of mine. Adam Lanza, I hope, I wish you well, Adam Lanza. And I hope that uh, you and your family uh, are doing well. I wish you the best. I hope uh, you're able to do anything you want to do for the rest of your life. Whatever pops into your head that you want to do, I hope that you're free, you're out on the street, and I hope you're able to do it. All right. So we just wanted to give a shout out to Adam Lanza. He's a wonderful human being and a huge fan of the podcast. Um. So, I have some weird, like, conspiracy theories this week. So, that's what we're going to get into. So, y'all know I've been on a health kick lately, right? I was 450 pounds at one point. And now, I'm down, as of Saturday, as of Saturday, I was a slim, slim, 288 pounds. So, I'm like, I'm looking good, all right? When I actually go in public, I can see people looking at me going, I want to fuck that guy. I like People are like, look at that. Look at that sexy motherfucker. So, uh, and I've, I've been listening to like, because I want to live a long time. I want to have a long, healthy life. I'm trying to get my shit together. I'm trying to get everything rolling. So I've been walking, like yesterday I walked seven miles I did sit-ups, I did squats, I did, you know, I've been really hitting it hard, trying to get my life together, because the, one thing I've noticed, the more I exercise, uh, the better I feel, <laughs> you know, it's like, it just kind of compounds, and that's the reason I've been doing it lately, and I'm becoming one of those, like, health freaks, which is weird, it's like, I think I'll eat a salad, if I can, that's my health plan. Eat a fucking set. Sa- like, you know, people overcomplicate. Oh, I'm going to do keto. I do fucking keto. It's like people don't realize like when you're, from my understanding, I don't know if this is correct. Maybe somebody can fact check me. When you do keto, where was I going with this? Oh, I'll get to the fucking thing later. The fucking conspiracy. is stupid. I'll get to conspiracy theory later. But anyway. When you do keto, from my understanding, the reason you lose weight is because you go into ketoacidosis, which is bad for your, like, organs. So, you might lose weight. You might look good. You might even feel better. But your fucking organs are dying because of ketoacidosis. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know if it's, like, the smartest thing in the world to do, to be on these, like, weird, trendy diets. Uh, A lot of people swear by the uh, intermittent fasting i actually think there's a lot of science behind that and it sounds like that that's actually a good idea doing the intermittent fasting so i'm not going to shit on that one because i sort of do it in a way i mean i do it without even thinking about it because i only eat uh during monday through friday i'm usually not eating between like uh after eight o'clock at night till like you know, at least by noon the next day. So I kind of do it without even thinking about it. So it's one of those things where uh, I was doing intermittent fasting without even knowing. Um, but there's all kinds of weird diets that people do, just stupid bullshit like carnivores diet and Atkins. And it's just like, you know, just just go walk. Just go walk, go exercise. You know, you don't have to do nothing crazy. Just walking will get you in better shape. Trust me, you're going to feel like a million bucks uh, just by walking. All right. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm on my health kick, right? I'm on the fucking health kick. I'm trying to better myself. Um, so I've been, you know, listening to podcasts like well Peter Atiyah. Uh, Dr. Peter Atiyah you know, basically he's obsessed with this thing called ApoB, and apparently, you know, if you monitor, basically from what Peter Attea is saying, if you monitor your health, like if you, you know, make sure you check your vital signs, you do blood work, but then you need to get into like the weeds on your blood work and check your calcium and, uh, you know, all kinds of different things like that. Uh, and he's saying that there's no reason nowadays to die of heart disease. Basically that's his argument. There's no, and this is like, kind of like a new idea to me. I'm like, hold on. You're telling me that like the thing that like everyone I know has, you don't have to die of, like you can just like medicate it and make the right choices and you don't have to die of heart disease. And he's like, yeah yeah i'm dr peter atia and yeah if you just like treat it you can like kind of stop it in its tracks And i'm like wow that's fucked up i don't we do that it's like because of our healthcare system corruption so it is kind of a weird thing that that i'm just now hearing this and he's like even like colon cancer and prostate cancer there's no reason you should die of that and i'm like huh so I've known people to die of prostate cancer. I've known I've know someone right now with fucking colon cancer who's my age. And I'm like, we don't have to die of those? And he's like, nope, you don't have to die of it. You might die with it, but you don't have to die of it. And I'm like, huh? You don't? You, you can die with it, but not of it? Basically, from what he's saying is that if we just did screening, if we did the screening for the colon cancer, if we did the screening for the prostate cancer, if we did the screenings for the heart disease, you can just stop all this shit in his tracks. And it's like, yeah, statistics are, I think he said, like, there's like a one out of three chance that you're eventually going to get cancer in your life, which makes sense, you know. Um. And so you need to just do all these early screenings. That way you can catch it before it becomes like a problem. Because like, well, colon cancer starts out as a polyp. And then it fucking spreads. So if you catch it when it's a pilot, it's not a big deal. I'm like, oh, well, holy fucking shit. I've never really even thought about this bullshit. <laughs> well, anyway, so that's just a shout out to, uh, Dr. Peter Atia, who's my doctor, um, that he has a lot of interesting ideas. I don't know whether they're true, but I'm going to follow them and pretty much, uh, try to live, uh, for a very, very long time. Uh, but, to get me to my, uh, conspiracy theory, there is another podcast, uh, Andrew Huberman. He is a, uh, not a medical doctor. He has got a PhD in something. I think it's like psychology or neurology or something like that. And I've been listening to this man's podcast for like health advice. You know, he's, he's all about interviewing different doctors and And uh, getting the best health advice on sleep and physical fitness and longevity and, you know, anything you would need to know about health. Well, so one thing I noticed is I've seen Huberman on the Joe Rogan podcast. I've seen him on the Atiyah podcast. I've seen Atiyah on his podcast. And so I'm sitting here, you know, I listen to like, you know, four or five podcasts by Andrew Huberman. And I start to notice that there's like this weird thing with him where uh, he's like every episode he has a story about how when people come in contact with him, they die. I mean, it's, it's, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, okay. So I swear he was on Joe Rogan and he talked about how, like, you know, people are very unlucky that get around him, they'll end up dying. So he even has stories where he'll talk about how somebody just walked beside him, you know, in a fucking alley somewhere and they dropped dead and, you know, and he'll have other stories about how people like fucking die around him. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like you talk a lot about like patients dying and people just randomly dying in public around you. And I'm like, either these stories are made up or you're a serial killer. I thought, but what if he is a serial killer? What if he goes around and, like, I don't know, like, just, you know, what What was the, uh, the Iceman serial killer? The, you know, the Iceman serial killer would, like, go to a gay bar and he'd be, like, dancing, and then he'd hit somebody with a needle or something in it that, like, causes them to go into cardiac arrest. What if that's what Andrew Huberman was doing? What if he goes around killing just randos, uh everywhere he goes and then like just covers it up like i'm a doctor i'm fucking because you know there is like the nursing thing where there's a lot of nurses that have been caught doing this where they're they'll actually call someone to go into cardiac arrest or die like by giving them a medicine and then they'll like revive them and then get the credit for reviving and i forget which um uh, a condition, like mental condition this is, they'll revive them because they love the feeling of getting the credit for reviving people. I think that's what's happening to my Huberman. I think he's a fucking serial killer. I really do. I think Andrew Huberman's a serial killer. So, that's my conspiracy theory of the week, and that's all I wanted to get into with that. All right, so... Have you all ever watched Report of the Week? There's a show called Report of the Week with the review bra. And basically it's this little redheaded autistic twink. And he's like I don't know, he's kind of gay. He's kinda he's kinda autistic. And he'll do like a two hour review of a KFC double down. And there's all kinds of videos of him like going into the greater details of his experience at a fucking Whataburger. I mean, it's insane and I've seen this guy's videos, but I never watched them because I'm like, why the fuck would I watch this guy's channel? And I realized I've been completely missing out on how weird this dude is and how just how pointless, like if you want to waste time, and watch six hours of a review of a Ben and Jerry's in Bridgeport, Connecticut. You can go do this with his fucking reviews. I mean, I think they're amazing, and uh, he's just just weird. Like he looks like he could be a Bond villain. He looks like he's from he's from the states, but he looks like he could be from like Sweden or somewhere. And he looks like he has a secret lab where he's, like, trying to plan, you know, an attack on the USA. Um, It's just just a weird, weird dude. And I've been missing out on these Report of the Weeks. And there's a compilation the other day I seen of just videos of him getting mad. And his version of getting mad is just kind of, like, funny. Because it's like, I... Spent three hours at a Wendy's trying to get a Baconator. This is just entirely unacceptable and inappropriate. And I am furious. (laughs) And there's like two hours of him describing... In a very calm way, how furious he is about his Baconzilla that he got at fucking um, a rallies in Jasper, Alabama. You know that that's the fucking type of bullshit he does, and it's just fucking hilarious. And I'm heaping praise on Report of the Week Review Bra. He's the Review Bra. So you need to uh, definitely check that out if you can. And I'm getting a telemarketer trying to call me right now i think on the recording on my phone it like blocks it out so hopefully it didn't fuck up our uh podcast right now um so just just the best just the best that he can be um so another thing in the news they're trying to ban tiktok and I don't even, I'm not even resisting this. They're trying to ban TikTok. And I'm going to tell you my experience with TikTok. As TikTok will find out what you like pretty quickly. So you download TikTok. Within 10 minutes, it's sending you like videos of like guys like flopping their dicks around in their shorts. And. It's like, oh, this guy's a faggot, so we're just going to send this guy a bunch of, like, stupid bullshit and his feed of, like, twinks and muscly guys and, you know, black guys flopping around their cocks. And that's pretty much what TikTok is. It's just a bunch of guys doing the helicopter only with their clothes on. And I'm sitting here the whole time, like, they might as well be naked. I mean, you know, if if I'm seeing your cock flop around in your shorts... You you might as well be nude. I mean, I'm seeing, you know, it's just, you know, I'm like, why, why can't we just have like just TikTok and just have it be like Twitter where there, you can just fully put porn on it. That, that would be the best that would make TikTok the best it could be. But anyway, they're trying to ban TikTok. I'm not fighting it because I actually had TikTok and I deleted it off of my phone because it, it, it I mean, it's fucking addictive. You have all these short little clips and you're just like flipping through like, oh, I need more fucking clips. And you'll just sit there. Next thing you know, you'll think you've been on it 10 minutes and you've been on it for hours. And you've been in bed and you realize like, oh, this is the time I was supposed to be sleeping, but I've fucking been on TikTok the whole time. And so they brought this fucking CEO ahead of Congress and Congress is such a fucking joke. They they bring these people up there on Capitol Hill to yell at them and uh, put on a big show, but then they won't ever really do anything about it. Um but there's a lot of things to talk about with this because okay, so first off, the CEO, I want to fuck the TikTok CEO. I think he's cute. And he's got charisma and I like him. I like the TikTok CEO. Okay, so just write that down, Victoria wants to fuck the TikTok CEO. But, there's a lot of different arguments about the TikTok ban that we got to get into. So, basically what people are saying is that the other social media companies in America, like Facebook and Twitter and all these other companies, want TikTok to be banned in the States. That way they can increase... The people being on their platforms because TikTok's taking away all of their business because, you know, Facebook and Twitter and all these other people have been suffering a lot. So they're spending money sending people to Capitol Hill to lobby to make the government think, like, hey, this is this TikTok thing, they're spying on people. So, you know, you need to ban it so that way they're not spying on people. And Then you have the other side where it's like, oh, they're, you know, pretty much ran by China and they're taking all our data and they're going to know, you know, like 30 years from now, some of these young people that are on TikTok right now, China's going to know when this person's a senator, hey, you were looking at videos of like trans girls, you know, like you were doing all this stuff, you know. And they're going to be able to, like, say, hey, we're going to let people know that you were looking at fucking, you know, a trans girl, you know, fucking a horse, you know, on TikTok if you don't fucking do what we say. So 30 years from now, this country is going to be controlled by China just because no one wants anyone to know what they were fucking jerking off to on TikTok. I mean, it's It's insane. It is what it is. It's the downfall of the country. So I'm kind of, I'm not even against banning it. Because I'm like, look, you know, and people probably disagree with me with this. You know, like, does separation of church and state, or excuse me, man, I'm all, my brain's not working today. Excuse me. Does freedom of speech apply to a foreign country? So... And just the right, you know, just the right to be here and be autonomous and be able to do whatever you want. We we let a lot of weird things happen in this country, and it might be for the best, I don't know, but, you know, like we have TikTok, which is a, you know, a fucking app that's owned by the fucking Chinese government, pretty much. And then you have like news organizations like RT and others that are like, completely owned by fucking Russia and it's like state TV and we allow those people to operate within the United States. And, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a regular everyday citizen that's, um, doing something here. I think they should have all the freedom of speech thing afford, but I just don't agree with allowing a foreign state to come in and just spread propaganda and bullshit. So, I'm for banning TikTok. I'm also for uh, banning RT. But I know that that's probably a constitutional issue. They probably can't constitutionally be banned. Um, But why should we allow a state propaganda machine from another country to operate within our borders? I, You know, it's like, why why should they be allowed to do that? I don't know, you know. But, you know, uh, freedom's a good thing, so why not, right? Why the fuck not? And, you know, one thing I noticed about Russia is they're very, they're kind of good. Like, they have certain people that they can, like, kind of rely on to, like, spread what they want people to hear. Like, I noticed, like, Matt Taibbi, Oliver Stone, uh, now Glenn um, Glenn Greenwald, That useful idiots podcast. Uh, A lot of those people are just like just completely one hundred percent mouthpieces for like Russia. The weird thing about Matt Taibbi is, on any other issue, I'm like, yeah, I agree with this guy. But then the moment he starts talking about Russia, I'm just like, God damn, you sound like a fucking like arm of the fucking ussr you know it's like you just see like you can just see like when someone's like completely like kind of taken over and what's that politician lady that was from hawaii um was it tulsi gabbard like every time she talked you're just like oh god like she actually does look like a manchurian candidate and she talks like a manchurian candidate because it's just like anything russia wants or needs like it's going to come out of her mouth at one point or another Man, this has been mostly political today, hasn't it? I've ran all over the place. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not against banning TikTok. Normally, I'm against banning anything. But at this moment, I'm just like, look, it's a fucking foreign country. They're, they're going to have a bunch of data on American citizens. Um, it's probably not the best. It's probably not the best. If they could somehow... And here's another aspect of the TikTok ban is the people on Capitol Hill, They tomorrow they could pass a law. Tomorrow they could pass a law protecting people's data, right? Just saying, hey, all social media companies can't do b- certain things with data. There's only certain things you can do with data. But they're not doing that. They're just saying, let's ban TikTok. So that's why I'm kind of like, seems like it's more of the benefit for U.S. companies than it is for actually caring about people, you know. <laughs> but another point I'd like to mention is that our companies aren't in China. So we allow their companies to be here, but like our companies can't be there. So they look after themselves. So I'm, I'm kind of like, fuck them. I, I'm, I'm 50-50 on this one. I'm 50-50 on this one. I think that a lot of the people on Capitol Hill are full of shit and they don't really give a fuck about, um, about the data going to China. I think it's mainly just to help U S companies. Cause that's usually, anytime you see anything going on on Capitol Hill, it's usually just about corporate interests. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, I'd be for it. I think the best thing to do would just be like pass a data protection act. That's where Victoria Vonenberg is landing on this one is we just need something to protect our fucking data. There's people walking by my truck. Oh god, they're they're white people. And they're dressed They're they're you know, they got the kind of the business casual dress. You can tell they think they're important they're probably going to go to like a meeting where they're going to talk about TPS reports or, you know, something stupid. And they're going to like, I don't know, share Ukrainian flag tattoos. I don't know. You can just tell the top. They drive Subarus when they see Subaru commercials. Love, love. I drive a Subaru. Love. It's like, you ever see the type of person that like marketing works on, and there, there's, like, a type of person in the town that I work in where, like, they're typical middle-class people. Well, they're actually, upper-middle-class people. And, like, you can tell that, like, they drive the Subaru because the marketing worked on them. They go home. They drink a Coke. They fucking – they do everything that they're supposed to do, you know. And then they go to work, and they, like – they have, like, some kind of bullshit job where they, like, do something, like, very – they do something, like – where most of the day is just them talking and convincing people that they're doing work. (laughs) That's what most of the people here in this fucking town that I work in do. So, and these people that are in the blazers, they're in their like little, you know, collar shirts or polos and they're walking to a nice restaurant over here to, to sit in and, you know, share stories and talk about, you know, you know, to fluff their cocks. You know, they're going to talk about how great they are and try to impress each other. It's like, Hey, I I just bought a fucking, uh, just bought this sweet fucking fossil watch. (laughs) I don't, I don't, where am I going with this? I don't fucking know. We're, we're running behind people. Got plenty of things written down. I'm not going to get to any of them. I was going to talk about Peter Thiel. Apparently, Peter Till—I shouldn't even mention his name because it's kind of scary. Mention his name. Uh, Peter Till, his boyfriend died supposedly of a suicide. I think Peter Till killed him. I think Peter Till had that fucking. And one of the things that's weird about Peter Till—he's like gay, but he hates gays, and he hates being gay, and he was like outed. And so there's a whole story behind Peter Till. He, uh, basically sued a media company into, uh, Oblivion. Uh, he sued a media company into Oblivion and, uh, just for like outing him. And so he basically, that's the reason Gawker doesn't exist anymore. It's because this faggot didn't want people to know that he was a faggot and now he's killed his boyfriend, apparently, uh, So yeah. And he's like an evil libertarian capitalist that is just like one of just ruthless, like Silicon Valley people. And I think his boyfriend's dead, but we don't want to get into all that today. Right. Well, excuse me. I said, I think his boyfriend's his boyfriend is dead, but I think he's responsible. So uh, I guess I'll talk about some of the, just to close it out. I'll talk about some of the things I did on the weekend. Um, So, you know, uh, Raul Duke had to work Saturday, but after work, I picked him up and, uh, we went and ate at a a good Chinese restaurant and we went to see John Wick four. All right. I didn't even see three, but I was like, it's John Wick. There's not much. You don't have to know much to keep up with the story so we went and this is the longest I don't know whether I was tired or what not but this was the longest goddamn movie it I was like 5 hours long it'd be like hey we're, we're gonna fight and you'd be like ok they're gonna fight at blah 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 time and we're gonna watch it it's gonna be cool there's like this blind guy running around uh, and he's like kind of a mediocre like, like you see this blind guy I think his name was Kane or something and you're like, well, he doesn't look scary at all. It's just like some rando Asian guy. He looks like he's like, you know, got a business in the mall somewhere, but he's supposedly a badass and I'm supposed to believe it. So, okay. Well, this is what I'll say about John Wick. There's really good action scenes, but it just went on way, way too long. I mean, it just like, I don't know. It's just like one action scene over the other. There's brilliant action scenes uh but uh maybe i was just tired because i was like is this gonna be fucking over already me and Raoul duke were like we want to leave we want to leave this fucking place but we're like but well, we got to see the rest of the movie so we stayed and uh it's got a twist ending so I'm, i don't want to ruin it like i do every week i ruin it with fullers just go see john wick for Uh, then we went and we looked at guinea pigs and gerbils. I always feel weird when I'm with my boyfriend and I'm looking at gerbils. You know, we'll go to a pet store and I'm like, hey, you little, cute little gerbil. And like everybody behind us, like, there's two guys looking at gerbils. I'm not going to put a gerbil in my ass. I would never, my, my ass is very sensitive. Okay. I'm not putting animals in my ass. Okay. So... You know, like I use I use flushable wipes on my I don't even use toilet paper on my asshole. I use flushable wipes, I have a bidet. I take care of my asshole. Okay? For the time when I do put something in my asshole. All right. And I've also got hemorrhoids. So no gerbils in my asshole. Maybe unroul Ra- dukes. he would probably like it. Um so we we'll go to a pet store. Royal Duke's trying to talk me into buying him a fucking guinea pig, and I'm like, why would you want? I don't understand the appeal of guinea pigs. It's like, yeah, they're cute, but they're kind of stupid and scared of everything. You know, like every time I see a guinea pig, is like running and hiding. I'm like, I don't want an animal like that. I like dogs. Dogs will walk right up to you and just fucking just chill and hang out. It's like I want something social. A guinea pigs just like, oh no, human, and they'll run into their little cave. Then we went and looked at the lions. The lions at UNA look very sad. They look very sad and depressed because they're in like a 20 by 20 cage. And I think that the lions should be freed at UNA. That's just my opinion. Uh, It's a sad state of affairs. And um, it's just, you know, you see them and you can tell they're suicidal lions. And I I want them to have... A good life eventually. I want them to to be able to um, uh, live their lives. Like I think you just free them and let them run around Florence. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. Just free the lines and let them run around Florence. All right. That's that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Now I want to thank y'all for listening this week. I'm podcasting from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm in a fucking semi truck in downtown Memphis. This is a horrible shithole of a place. There's nothing but death and destruction and chaos here. And uh, there's fucking the only, like, it's it's such a weird place. All the white people live outside of the borders of Memphis, all the black people live inside the borders of Memphis. And it's just like Mad Max. And then you'll have the white people come down to Bill Street and go, oh my God, we're slamming it. Look at me. It's so dangerous. But that that's Memphis, Tennessee for you. Well, anyway, I want to thank you for listening. Hit us up on Twitter, Biscuit Pod. Hit us up on Facebook, Biscuits Buttered. Uh, hit us up on uh, Podvine. Hit us up on uh, uh, Biscuits Buttered at Proton.me. I want to thank you for being listeners to all my loyal listeners, the few that are left, because I was canceled last week for uh, just mildly. Mildly criticizing the Jews. Um, So, uh, my advice of the week, my advice of the week, clear your head. Clear your head of all bullshit, all right? Don't let negative thoughts infect your mind. So, to give you an example, last night, I had, I was pissed off. I was in my bed and I'm pissed off because this memory of something bad that happened, it just, not even like a bad thing, it's just like a negative encounter with someone that popped into my head from like six years ago. And just to explain this, I was an over-the-road truck driver. I was in Sandusky, Ohio. There's nothing but fucking assholes up there. I fucking pull into this weird... I have to deliver to this place that has like a weird dock. And you have to like wiggle your way into the... Like everything about delivering to this place was so difficult. Because the place where you deliver is not meant for like a semi-truck with a 53-foot trailer. So you have to like wiggle your way in. It takes like 20 minutes to get on their fucking dock. And then I go in side the building and they have like this weird, like it's not level. So they have like a little thing you have to like raise to like raise up and pull the shit off your truck. And so I go in there and I don't know how to use this fucking thing. Cause like a lot of the places I would go to wouldn't have these these like little lifts and uh you know the the little flap that goes down onto the truck I was having trouble with it and some guy comes out of nowhere yelling at me oh you're gonna fuck this up you know and I'm sitting there like who the fuck are you and you know me and him get into it and I'm like why do you think that you can just come up and talk to me and he was like, well, you're tearing things up and blah, 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 you know. I'm like, I'm not tearing things up. I'm trying to get this to work. And uh, and who are you? And I, I told him, I was like, are you the manager? And he's like, I'm one of the managers. I'm like, bring the manager back here. So I call the manager back there and I told him, I said, I'm not going to deliver to your store if I have to deal with shitheads like this. And, you know, I bitched them out. They bitched me out. They end up calling, you know, my my dispatcher, and it was just a horrible negative experience of a guy being an asshole to me. And I'm sitting like, first off, I shouldn't even have to be in here dealing with your equipment and unloading your shit. Like, it's here. Maybe you should unload my fucking truck, you cocksucker. But anyway, for some reason last night, that memory popped into my head, and I'm retelling it today. But for some reason, I'm not mad today. I'm just kind of worked up. But I tell myself, why do I let these thoughts, these negative thoughts from years and years and years ago, pop up into my head and put me in a bad mood? Because in my head, I'm like, I should have said this. I should have this. I should have popped him right in the fucking mouth. You know, why should I let bullshit like that infect my mind? I got to put that shit out of mind. And I've got to just take care of myself. Take care of Victoria. And that's what, that's my advice before I leave the podcast today. That's my advice for you, is leave all that shit in the past. Don't let negative thoughts infect your mind where you're where you're sitting in your bed with a headache remembering something that happened to you years and years and years ago. Put it out of mind. Think about, try to think about something else. Uh, and first off, when you go in and you have situations like that, Don't get, don't, don't engage it. This is my advice. Don't engage it. When you go somewhere where someone like yells at you, don't engage it. And this is my new, and I've been doing this for the past several years because I tend to get like worked up about things as y'all probably know. So now when someone like, you know, anytime you're in a working environment, you'll always have someone who comes and like talks down to you or kind of like thinks that you should jump anytime they talk ignore them and let them know pretty quickly hey i'm not gonna have an argument with you i'm not gonna raise my voice at you i'm not gonna engage with you if you show up with your bullshit i'm just gonna walk off i'm just gonna walk off and i'm gonna do my own thing and i've been implementing this at my work and it actually works like one day at work someone um came up to me and was like basically telling me to hurry. I slowed down. <laughs> and that's what I started doing every day. Like anytime someone tries to you know tell you that you're not doing things quick enough, you're you're not doing things the way you want them, no. Just let them know. You got to let people know pretty quickly like, "Hey, uh, I'm not going to move any faster for you." I'm not going to go out of my way for you. I'm going to do my job the way I, I, I need to do it at the lowest stress amount possible. And that's my advice for you. Make things easy on yourself. Don't just jump because someone's yelling at you. Fucking tell them to fuck off. Make things easy on yourself. Do your job and no more than what you should do. No more than what you should do. Just do what you need to do. And that's what I'm leaving you with this week. Uh, I love you all. I wish you the best. Um, I'm officially canceled, but I'm, I'm going to continue doing the podcast, and hopefully I will survive uh, being here in Memphis, Tennessee. Have a great week.